Welcome to the first episode of For the Culture. I am your host, Andrew Muzu. Many would say that this year has been filled with uncertainty, tragedy, and new growth. I would also like to mention that this year has been a year of change. Change for our world, change for our country, change for our culture. For today's episode, we are going to highlight arguably the most popular genre of music today, hip-hop and R&B. And we will see how it has played a role this past decade in creating change and spreading awareness to the issues that many face in the country. So ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to get educated. Many songs have been released this year that have contributed to spreading awareness and advocating for the Black Lives Matter movement. However, there are many things that people tend to forget when talking about the movement. First is that it started in 2013 after the tragic murder of Trayvon Martin to the hands of George Zimmerman, who was later found not guilty. And yes, the hip hop community had a lot to say about that. In order to understand and look at how hip hop and R&B has impacted our world today, we must first understand that this is not the first time the genre has been used to tell the world the struggles that many people of color face. Today, we are going back in time to see how hip hop, R&B, and soul music help provide inspiration and a message to the world on the real issues happening in our very own country. Buckle up, our first stop is the year 1971 with Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Marvin Gaye, one of the most talented musicians to ever live, created a song that now seems practically before its time. His song, What's Going On, peaked at number one on the U.S. R&B charts. And according to Rolling Stone, Marvin Gaye's song and album is the greatest album of all time. All time. Let's listen to the words and see what he's talking about here. Okay, so he said there are too many mothers crying and too many brothers dying. Hmm. So if we were in the year 2020, we could probably imply that he was talking about the black lies being thrown away by the hands of the police or simply being forced to live in environments that have high crime rates. Let's see what Rolling Stones has to say about this. When first releasing the track, Motown Records founder Barry Gordy thought protest lyrics were too risky at the time. Secondly, one of the most important and influential pieces of music ever made, according to Rolling Stones. And third, black musicians at Motown and elsewhere felt a new freedom to push the musical and political boundaries of their art. And this all stemmed from this one song, What's Going On. If you listen more into the song, he says, 
So if we really do some research, welcome back to AP US History, y'all. We know that the Vietnam War was going on during this time. In conclusion, Marvin Gaye was talking about issues in 1971 that are still relevant today. Simple as that. Now let's move on in time to the year 1996. Welcome to the era of hip-hop called the Golden Age. Some hip-hop greats got their names in the late 80s and throughout the 90s, such as Notorious B.I.G., N.W.A., Dr. Dre, Nas, Jay-Z, and also the one and only Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur, who is known as one of the greatest rappers of all time, was known for using his poetic flow to stir up change in hip-hop. One of his first hits was called Brenda's Got a Baby, which was a song about a 12-year-old girl who became pregnant and who eventually put her baby in a trash can due to being shamed by her family. Thereafter, the girl resorts to selling drugs and prostitution, which leads to her being killed. After being ridiculed for putting a song like that out in the public, Shakur continued to release music that made people of privilege uncomfortable and people of color a voice. He would go on to have hits such as Keep Your Head Up, which was about women empowerment, Changes, which talks about seeing little change in how black people are treated in the country since the start of Jim Crow to the mid-90s, and Life Goes On, which is a song about losing a loved one to killings in the street, which is a tough reality that many people in the black community face. Tupac's tragic murder in September of 1996 shocked the world as a young rapper who was at the top of his game at the age of 25 would never release music again. Tupac and other rappers such as Nas, Lauryn Hill, and others helped make music in the golden age simply be more about music with a message. Alright, our last stop here, the 2010s. Here we will highlight two of our generation's most influential rappers, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I like this tone. Yeah. If you really want to see how wisdom comes with age, just look at how J. Cole evolved from when he first came into the rap scene to where he is now. He went from talking about the party life, money, and jewelry to soon realizing that the material things are not what matter most. We saw that change in his song Crooked Smile, 
which according to billboard.com was about uplifting women to recognize their inner beauty in a culture that defines beauty by unattainable standards. After his record, For Your Eyes Only, was released in 2016, J. Cole finally released his song that brings a similar message to Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. And this song is called Change. All the way from Guatemala, J. Cole fan Yvonne Moreno spoke with me in an interview about what makes the song Change so unique. Well, I feel like it's impactful for me because I've seen firsthand like a lot of discrimination, you know, and how society is in the racism, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia that is uh, like still surrounding the communities and it's impactful because like we under he understands the struggles of even just being a minority right and seeing someone idealistic like that it, it really it really touches base jekyll isn't the only one known as an activist rapper the greatest rapper of our generation kendrick lamar is also someone who serves out music with a purpose i got a bone up here i don't want you monkey mouth Rolling Stones put Lamar's most popular album, To Pimp a Butterfly, the 19th best album of all time, and is arguably the best album of the 2010s, no matter the genre. Aside from Lamar's insane lyricism, the album is not like your typical rap album. Music guru and hip-hop junkie Jacob Guevara told me what makes this album so special. It just has many different sounds, but all sonically sounds the same in the sense of the jazz, uh, upbeats, a funky groove that has uh, that's very distinct. Um, obviously using Thundercan and Balan as features and producers, uh, which you don't really see in hip-hop, you know, hip-hop producers always feel like to use hip-hop producers. That's right. This album was centered around a smooth and jazzy feel. The biggest thing, however, was Lamar's songs were all centered around educating people on different topics, from politics to mass incarceration, to police brutality, to life in the hood, to temptations in life the reality of being a celebrity, and more, all in a poetic fashion. Just listen to these instrumentals from a few of the songs. King Kunta. Where, where you and I was walking, now I run a game, got the whole world talking, King Kunta, everybody wanna cut the legs off him, Kunta. All right. Then we gon' be all right, right. Mama. These walls. For sale.
The entire album is not just about spreading awareness through poetry, but it is also about black power, redemption, and self-love. One of the most popular songs on the album titled, I, is all about that. All in all, with the Black Lives Matter movement starting in the year 2013, the 2010s featured notable artists such as J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar using their musical platforms to express the reality that black people face in the world. This year, we have definitely seen artists create quote-unquote woke music in order to express how they feel about current events. And then you also have artists like Drake coming out with songs about dancing like Michael Jackson, but that's a conversation for another time. Thank you again for tuning in to the special edition of For the Culture. I sure learned a lot during this episode and I hope you did too. If you could get one message out of this entire episode, it would be this. Get educated and stay woke. For the Culture.